Hello everyone and welcome to Friday Friends Day, a podcast by The Mama Marketer. My name is Olivia and as promised today, uh, I am going to be getting a little bit political. So if that's not your jam, feel free to skip this one or if you're interested, give it a listen. Uh, I am going to go first and just kind of explain to you how I was feeling four years ago and how I came to be a member of the Libertarian Party and kind of how I'm going to be voting this year. And then when I'm done, my husband, who comes at it a little bit differently, is going to kind of explain um, how he also came to be an independent who intends on voting Libertarian this year. So um, that's what you're in for why I vote the way I do, why I believe in third parties, and also my husband's point of view on that. So let me just rewind four years ago. So I think election time four years ago for everybody was a pretty crazy time. I know that everybody in my life was stressed out about the t- about the choices that we had at the time, and it was just a pretty, pretty crazy time, right? I think we can all agree. So when it came to the two major party candidates, I spoke to, of course, my family and friends. And when it came to Hillary, here's where I was feeling. I had plenty of members of my family and more, more members of my friendship circle than in my family that were, uh, were, were in the armed services. And I had spoken to a couple of them, and um, one in particular that was close to some intelligence, and this person had just basically admitted to me that there were some things that happened um, when Hillary was in the position that she was in, things that made them feel like there was no way this person had the best interest of military lives in mind. And the way I saw it, they were already sacrificing so much. They were already in harm's way so much. I could not possibly vote for somebody that was going to put them in more danger and be careless with their lives when they had families at home. So I, I, I kind of talked about this concept with some other friends of mine that were in the armed forces, and they, they kind of felt the same way, that she was not the candidate that was going to be looking out for them. So out of respect for these people who I believe were our true heroes, I was not going to cast my vote for her. Then when it came down to the other side, um, you know, I didn't hate everything that Trump was saying, but there were some things similar to where I have so many members of my family and my close friends circle that were military. I also have a lot of people around me that identify with LGBTQ. And there were some things that Trump and Pence in particular were saying that really made them feel unsafe. I mean, they were talking about like conversion therapy and just some things that that were scary that I did not agree with. And so again, similar to my allegiance to my military friends, out of respect for my LGBTQ friends, there was no way I was going to be casting a vote for Trump that year, right? So this led me to going onto the internet and researching what are some other options. This might be where some of you guys are this year, right? So I stumbled upon the libertarian candidate at the time. It was Gary Johnson. And, uh, you know, I looked at the website and I clicked on all of the hot button issues. Um, and that's, that's, I just want to stop and give a piece of advice real quick when it comes to researching whoever your candidate is. I am really big on not trusting a news station's retelling of their stances or a friend's retelling of their stances 
Like I'm really big on going directly to the candidate's website. They should all have websites that they or their team manage. So going directly to their website and finding out directly from them, how do you feel about all the major issues that are important, important to you? And then seeing whether or not those line up with you, right? So just a little plug for checking out your candidate's website. So I went to Gary's website and I checked on how they felt about the issues. So of course the hot button issues, like how do you feel about gay marriage? And the answer was basically, we don't believe it's the role of the government to tell you who you can and cannot marry. And then it was like the role, uh, uh, the question was, uh, the issue was the, you know, pro-life abortion debate. And the answer on his website was, we don't believe it's the role of the government to tell you what you can and cannot do medically with your body. And then I think the other one that I looked up that I can still remember was like um, legalizing marijuana or just drugs in general. And again, the answer was something to the effect of, we don't believe it's the government's place to tell you what you can and cannot do recreationally, medically, or otherwise. So I really, I agreed with a lot of that. I do think that we are mature enough people that can make these decisions for our bodies and our families. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, I liked and agreed with most of the things that he was saying. And really the other factor that, that has led me to this party and led me to the vote four years ago for Gary Johnson was I knew that it was a historic year and I knew that at some point my kids or maybe even my grandkids, I don't know, but I knew that somebody was going to read about it in a history book and come to me and say, who did you vote for? Like, you know, what side were you on? And I had to have an answer that I was comfortable with. I had to have an answer that I could go to sleep at night comfortably with. And for me, that answer was Gary. And so since then, I've stayed clued into the Libertarian Party and um, and and registered Libertarian. I have every intention of voting Libertarian this year. I'm actually volunteering with the Kansas team that is helping promote the Libertarian candidate. So um, the Libertarian candidate is Dr. Joe Jorgensen, and she is intelligent. She's a professor. She's a grandmother and a mother. And I just think that I just think that, uh, you know, I, I liked the experiment that everybody said we did with Trump, where we like put a businessman in in power and we're going to see how he ran the country and now I'm to the point where I would love to see what an educated woman um, I believe she has some uh, psychology degree and I, I believe that it would be interesting at this point knowing how sensitive all of our citizens are I would love to see what she would do in office so um Definitely go to joe20.com if you want to know more about Joe Jorgensen. She's a Libertarian Party's uh, candidate this year. So, um, yeah, I just want to, uh, I also just kind of want to explain, it seems like you can't mention a third party without hearing the whole, like, wasted vote um come back. And so, first of all, I think to tell a fellow American citizen that their vote is wasted is completely rude. I think it's offensive. I think it's, you know, you are telling me that my intelligence and my opinion is so means so little to you that you're telling me that I'm wasting it. And I just think that's rude. So if you are using that argument or someone is giving you that argument, you, you need to just tell them to stick it where the sun don't shine because it's completely rude. Um, and secondly, I, to me, it seems weird. I see so many people specifically voting for Biden that are literally saying like, oh, fine, I'll settle. I'll settle for Biden. And to me, that seems like that's what seems weird to me. I think using your vote and not casting it for the person that you truly believe would do the best job, that is weird to me. 
I think I, so I, I'm not going to say that those votes are wasted because that's what they believe is the right thing to do. And, um, that's what we should be doing. But I just, I, to me, that makes a little bit less sense than voting for the underdog is voting for someone that you don't think could, could do a good job. Right. And I, I do think that Joe is the most educated candidate right now. And I think she really is the most qualified uh, for the job. I think she is my best pick for who would do a good job and would be the leader that we need right now. So, um, so yeah, I don't, I don't really love the whole wasted vote theory. Um, one, one other thing I want to say about that um, to you political experts, <laughs> she says sarcastically, to the political experts on my, uh, you know, friend list and in my friend group and stuff that uh, are like, oh, well, you know, your candidate doesn't really stand a good chance to win, you know, looking at the predictions and all this good stuff. Congrats. You really are an expert. <laughs> Again, she says sarcastically. Um to me, my vote is not only expressing my right as a citizen, it's not only voting for who I truly believe would be the best candidate for the job, it's also an investment. I see my vote for the Libertarian Party as an investment in the future of our country. I would love for my children and my grandchildren to someday have a country that isn't polarized by two parties. Our founding fathers never really intended us to have parties the way that we have them now. They wanted government to be bipartisan. So if I could, I would say, let's just not have any parties. But I think that would be even harder to do than to have a strong third party candidate. So the least I can do is try to invest my vote into a party so that someday, I mean, it is one of the longest running third parties. It is the strongest third party at this point. And I would love for someday the Libertarian Party to be um, just as big as the other two parties for no, if for no other reason than I want my kids to have that option. I want them to live in a country where we have the option. Many other countries have more than two major parties. And um, I, I would love to do my part and make sure that that happens someday. So, okay, that is my plug for what led me to the Libertarian Party, what keeps me there, and kind of what I'm planning on doing this year. So um, I'm going to let my husband, Dean, go next and tell us what he thinks. Hi, my name is Dean Hayes, and um, this November in the election, I'm going to be voting for Joe Jorgensen. Uh, she's the Libertarian candidate, and a lot of people might ask, you know, why would you vote for a third-party candidate? Uh, you know, there's there's more than one, quote, third-party candidate, unquote. you got Joe Jorgensen um, as, as the Libertarian Party candidate, but you've also got a Green Party candidate. And, you know, I think I give them, if I was going to say why would I be voting that way, first of all, I would say that that's, that's the candidate I most relate to. But it comes down to... I think three reasons why I would vote um, that way. Uh, the first one is because it's my right. I can vote for whoever I want, and <laughs> it's it's a free country, and you can decide who you want to vote for. And some people would say, well, you know, that's a wasted vote. And I would say that that's kind of a short-sighted way to view how somebody. That was a short-sighted way to view our. Um, ballot and voting system in this country. No vote cast is a weighted vote. It's a wasted vote. And I think that anybody who would kind of pressure you into voting for one of the two majority parties is uh isn't I don't, I think anyone who any anyone in a majority party who would pressure someone from a minority party into changing really doesn't get what libertarianism stands for. You know, if 
if we're really free people, then we can vote for whoever we want. And there's really no wasted opinion. This is a country of opinions. And in the marketplace of free ideas, good ideas will win, bad ideas will lose, and okay ideas will wait, into the wing, will wait in the wings until a majority of people believe in them enough to vote on them, and then they become the then they become the the law or the idea or whatever. Um, in this case, we've got a uh, we've got a presidential candidate, Joe Jorgensen, who's who's polling very well. It's it's one of the it's some of the strongest polling the Libertarian Party um, has seen. They're, she's on the ballot in all fifty states, and I think she has a real chance of of getting a lot of votes and getting a lot of attention. Um, so yeah, like I said, it's your right. You can vote for whoever you want, and I'm not going to tell you who to vote for one way or the other. I mean, at the end of the day, it just leads to point number two. You have a choice. Um, and I think people need to know they have a choice. Uh, people always talk about how, how, how one candidate is the better of two evils. You know, last time, all you ever heard about was you had... Uh, one was a criminal and one was a clown, and now you have the same clown running against someone who's being sh who's who, who everyone's saying is a senile old man. So the country is forced to pick between the better of two evils. And I think that's no way to think about it. I think I think you have to vote for somebody who who you can relate not not just relate to, but who really represents your values. I mean, that's why we have a representative democracy. Uh, you have to believe in the candidate that you're voting for. And, I mean, if all you have to vote for is the better of two evils, I think we've really lost our way. Um, that brings me to my third point, you know. You can only do what you think is best, even if others can't understand it. You know, kind of live in a world that's just settled for what's better or what's worse. And I think that if you just settle for what's better or what's worse, you've lost all track of what's good and what's bad. That being said, you know, you just have to, you got to vote in a way that you believe represents the kind of future and the kind of country that you want to live in. Um, I can't, you know, I can't speak for everybody. I, I think we all have uh, different needs and different requirements or different ideas of what the best future looks like. But if you think about it, that's kind of why our country is set up the way it is with local and state governments able to make decisions for the people living within the state or within the city that works best for the people that live there. I think it's I think it's ridiculous to think that, you know, people living in rural Minnesota and people living in Miami, Florida have the same requirements as far as, you know, what infrastructure they need or what laws need to be passed in those areas. Heck, I mean, like, not even from climate to climate, from economy to economy, you've got different needs of the people represented in those areas. Um, so, yeah, you definitely, you got to do what you think is best, and you have to be able to, you know, live with your decision. And at the end of the day, I don't want to settle for the better of two evils, because then I just feel like I voted for something, something evil. Um, but I think that that's, that's why I think that the, that the libertarian part, uh, that Joe Jorgensen and the libertarian party, um, are the, are the ones that I can support 
for this election. And you know, I'm really excited to see how things how things turn out and um, and what happens. Also, I just want to make sure that you guys know that I am uh, on the team volunteering here locally in Kansas for getting the word out about Joe Jorgensen. So if you have any questions about the Libertarian Party, about Joe or her running mate Spike, if you are interested in attending events or you are interested in signing on and volunteering to help this party, just let me know and I will get you in touch with the right person, even if you just need merch. Just let me know. So you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at The Mama Marketer. Be sure to subscribe to this on Apple Podcasts. You can also find me on Podbean, and I just found out I'm on Amazon Music as well. So um, that's all I have for you guys, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Mm-hmm.